You are listening to a Called Collective podcast where we seek to equip the next generation of ministry leaders. To learn more about the Called Collective, visit our website at thecalledcollective.org or check us out on Instagram at The Called Collective. Good days. Welcome to the Good Days Podcast with Eddie and Charlie. And this is going to be part two about camping ministry. We're super excited because we are in full swing of camp mode because it is summertime. It's good days in the summertime. Yes, it is. So 88 degrees and sunny. It's beautiful out. So speaking of camp ministry, what what's our topic today? How are we going how are we going to go deeper into the camp ministry and why that is important for the the flow of activities and programming for youth ministry? Well, Doc and I, we know that our last episode was an overview. It was just a general look at the need and and our love for camp. But as we dig in today, we're talking about crafting a culture that lasts. Ooh. And what does that mean within the concept of of having these camps? And we are including in this, you know, those those major events like mission trips, retreats, things that happen during the summer that that most people think are a singular isolated event. Yes, we're talking about camps, retreats, events, conferences, mission trips, those kinds of things. So we start out with this is that First off, you have to lead in to camp well. Mm-hmm. It cannot be the the thing that that is is a last second. Now we're we're in June, and so people are getting ready to go. But we know that for some of you, you've got a couple more weeks, another month or so. But camp it, for it to carry its full weight has to be something that you're looking forward to. Absolutely, through your ministry. And you're, I think you're sometimes programming that way. And we're talking about looking forward to camp months in advance, mm-hmm. talking about it, building it up. Sometimes I felt as a youth pastor that part of my job was simply to be uh, a motivator of people. So in other words, had to motivate the students to want to go to camp because I know I knew God was going to do something something incredible and special and awesome, but they had to get there. And so we're building up this ex- excitement, this anticipation about camp months and months and months in advance, highlighting it, talking about it, doing little snippets from last year, you know, video snippets from last year's camp, mm-hmm. doing stuff like that to kind of get them excited about going. And what was God going to do this year? Because it's gonna, it wasn't going to be the same. It's going to be different. But what was he going to do this year? What I got down, Doc, is this is uh, going into camp. You have to carry the energy. You have to carry the anticipation. Mm-hmm. You got to find some people that can carry it with you. You do. Veterans who've been around the block, people who've gone to camp before. Because if you do that well, they will carry it coming out. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's good. I like yeah, that. Yeah, they, they, uh, they'll carry the ball down the road when you get back, you know, home from camp. Because they have that, now that experience and that energy and, and, that incredible uh, sense that God did some amazing things. And so it's a natural 
it's a natural momentum they carry coming out of camp. But going in, as hard as it is for us as leaders, we as leaders have to carry the energy for them to get them to that place where they can experience it. And it's not always easy. Mm-hmm. But if it, if this camp, this retreat, this uh, this trip that you're on is a part of the way you design and program for your ministry. It doesn't have to be the one-off wonder kid, amazing moment. It's a part of what you do, yep. who you are. It's and so now the, it serves you going in and going out. Yes. Cause it, it's part of the overall programming that you have for the entire year and the next year and the next year and the next year as you're planning in advance for years to come. And, and I, I think some people, uh, I, I get questions from time to time. Is camping ministry dead? And I say, no, it is not. It is alive and well, and God is working in amazing ways in, in camps and retreats and events and mission trips. And, and uh, it's really cool to see that. It's, we have stories that we get to tell of back in the day, but we're seeing God move today. And we're going to hear stories of these ministry teams being involved in some really cool stuff that God is doing at camp this summer. Uh, Eddie, I'm, I'm right on board with you. In fact, I would say this, that, uh, um, ministries that aren't, that aren't embracing these kinds of moments are missing a grand they're, opportunity. They're missing out. It is a chance within the rhythm of a student's life where they have those moments to really, again, as we said in our last podcast, unplug, get into an environment where they can actually be more free to hear, mm-hmm. to learn, to grow, be vulnerable. And the thing about camping is this, and so many of you know this on those retreats and, and those trips, vulnerability is something that you begin to craft and develop and earn in that everyday ministry that you have with students. But when you're away for a minute, it's one of those things that will come to the surface naturally if that relationship has been forged in trust. Students begin to trust you. They see you. They become comfortable with you. And then that that incredible thing, that vulnerable moment where they want to share with you a part of their life or their heart that they might be afraid mm-hmm. to share. They don't want that vulnerability to be crushed. Right. And when you're in those moments, those are grand opportunities for you then to finally have a chance to walk them to a new level. That's what we've been working for all these winter months. Mm -hmm. That's what we've been praying for all those dark days when it it seems like the snow will ever clear and spring is, is kind of here and it's not. And you're trying to get through all that stuff that happens at the end of the school year. Or if you're on a bound school schedule, just that new rhythm. Right. But what you have in these opportunities is it is to really capitalize on all that trust that you've earned during your regular ministry times and now help somebody. And here's a weird thing that happens too. When you have that student that never was really a part of the everyday, like consistent ministry you have during the school year, they end up in a place like at a camp or retreat or a trip where all of a sudden, just because they're away from home because they they're unplugged from the everyday normal to them, which we know for a lot of students is 
very abnormal, mm-hmm. not healthy. Mm-hmm. And they get in these moments and pretty soon they become open and vulnerable. And it's an incredible opportunity to share who Jesus Christ is. That's the beauty of this. Absolutely. It, it really is incredible. We had, a, we had a natural rhythm in our youth group that uh, Labor Day weekend, we always had a retreat. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was an annual thing. The, the families could expect it. The students could expect it. It was part of our rhythm of our, our programming. And, and it, just, it just seemed to build and build and build in the anticipation of what God was going to do. Because, because a lot of times a camp is a district camp, and it's, you're involving a lot of different um, students from different youth groups. But this retreat for Labor Day was just our youth group. And, and, I, and I, just, I, look, I look forward to it every year about what God was going to do. And, and talk about kicking it off the fall right. You talk about the fall kickoff and, and, and how uh, you want to set a tone for that, that year. Mm-hmm. And we wanted that Labor Day retreat to be, to set the tone for that year. And I, I can remember uh, we'd been doing this year after year after year after year. And so you're trying to make it different. You're trying to make it unique. And so I remember one time we, we, uh, we, we, we took, told everybody to go to bed at like 1130 or something like that after our, a night game. Uh, and right when they all got to sleep into a sound sleep, we woke them all up at two o'clock in the morning. And we went on this adventure at night because they've always done all kinds of, we did these little challenges that they had teamwork challenges that they could only accomplish together. They couldn't accomplish it by themselves. Mm-hmm. And so we've done a lot of that as a youth group. We've done a lot of those kinds of things, you know, like the low ropes course initiatives. But this time we did it at night at two o'clock in the morning with flashlights. And I was really surprised. I was hoping it to be, um, you know, at first when we got them all up and they're finally sound asleep, they're like, they're whining, (laughs) complaining, like, oh my goodness, we're so tired. Why are you waking us up? And then we went on this, this hike, this journey, and then went into some of these challenges. And I mean, God moved like crazy. And it even shocked me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't prepared for that. And it bonded us as a youth group like nothing else. And I, I can remember uh, one of the students did something stupid, you know. And you gotta have you gotta have consequences, right? You gotta you gotta have consequences for stupid ideas and and things that they've they've done wrong. And and I and I can remember the next morning I said, listen, um, you've got to clean the entire tabernacle you know, or the chapel or whatever they called it at that camp. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to do it with you. Yeah. And we got out these brooms and started sweeping and picking up all the trash. And he just stopped. And he just said, bro, Eddie, like, it just hit me. You're being Jesus to me right now. Like, are you kidding me? I, I get it. I now I get it. And even in a, in a moment of discipline at camp or at a retreat, God then showed, he shined a light into his heart. Mm-hmm. And that hardness or whatever that was that, that he had in his life came crumbling down. That's one of the reasons why I love camp. Yeah. It almost sounds like Remember the Titans. <laughs> You're right. It was. <laughs> it, was a, it was a deja vu, Remember the Titans kind of a thing. You know, and, and even in today's like, you know, rhythm of schools. I mean, you might be three weeks into school, you know, when we get to Labor Day, you still take those trips. Yeah. 
You know, we we're talking yep. about this, Doc. When uh, it's exactly right. When you lead in to camp well, you also got to lead out of it well. Yeah. So talk about that. What does that mean by that? Because it's not the camp's not the end. No, for for a lot of people. You know, and again, we trust you. We know that everybody has different tactics. You know, if you've listened to the other podcasts, you know, there's there's different ways of doing it. And there's many, many right ways. But if you spend that 127 hours, all that time, all that energy, all this emphasis on camp coming out of it, you have to have a plan. You have to come out of camp well. How are you taking that incredible energy the camaraderie, the chemistry that happens. And by the way, we're talking about people that don't see each other that much. In and that person. kind of an intense moment and times and that many hours. Living together in the same space for uh-huh. four days, five right. days, six days, whatever. How are you strategic in the way, tactical in the way that you lead out of camp so that you're taking advantage of those grand relationships, moments, that vulnerability that we talked about, and we encourage you to be really creative there. For example, uh, we would we would uh, try to make sure that every group, if you had a girl's cabin, a guy's cabin, you know, and they, they had their their leaders, and that group of students, whichever you know group it is, that that leader would then be their discipleship leader for the next year, right? Because right. you spend all that relational equity at camp. Mm-hmm. creating it, crafting it, earning it. How do you take advantage of, of what's next? So when camp is over, you're helping your students know now this is the beginning of something new for us. In fact, we're going to come out of this and go into what's next. If you come out of camp and then it's another month and a half before you go to the next, that's mm, it's too, too much time has passed. That's not good. Right. And how do you do that? I mean, yeah. we know that you're crafting and designing your ministry the way it works for you. But take advantage. Come out of camp with a direction that students can understand and they can embrace and be a part of. Mm-hmm. Because stuff that can be birthed out of camp is accountability groups. Absolutely. Small groups. Uh, you know, I- ideas for programming for that next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, connection points, the relationships that you talk, you just talked about as far as students to adults, adults to students, and how do you keep that momentum going? And I think that that is part of it. I love that. I love that concept, that idea that, uh, you you know, you want to end camp well, but you also want to keep it going. How, how does that, how do you keep that momentum throughout the school year and using camp as that launch pad? You know, you, you have students who, who are, are gifted in, in music. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're using those days where maybe you can set aside opportunities for people. It's like, if this is your interest, hey, let's let's take, you know, instead of, you know, going on the, the blob three more times or, or you take that hour before dinner and, and let them talk about, hey, what could happen next? Mm-hmm. We would have these big gatherings where we'd literally sit and talk about it. It's like, okay, so what do we do after this is over? And uh, people would come up with incredible ideas. I think we should do this. We could do that. I would like to speak into the process. There was one year I had six students that we lined up for the next six weeks that were going to speak in the youth ministry, some in some form or fashion. Some of them, it was more like a message style. Some was more testimony. Some it was, you know, in some 
create a video, but but they're going to participate in the ministry and become more active. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of what happens when you have that time. Just don't live through camp. Just don't live through it. Live with it. Mm-hmm. Use those moments in a creative way to help people run to the next thing. So when camp is over, it's like, I'm glad that's done. I'm glad that's over. I mean, physically, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Oh yes, my goodness. That will happen. But we're talking about in the way you design and program your ministry, see how that intense time can push you into what's next mm-hmm. and take advantage of those opportunities. Those students have to, to be able to dream about something they never thought they could possibly do. They'll be inspired at times. There'll be things that they see and hear that will inspire them. So let them run with it. Might, they might not be, you know, the next Lauren Daigle. Who cares? You know, they might not be the greatest speaker. You know, it's that okay. doesn't matter. You know, for students, it's an opportunity for them to, to serve and to lead and give them opportunities to do that. Take advantage of those really amazing moments and leave camp better than you came. That's so awesome. I love that. I love I, that, that's a, that's a great idea. You know, I know this is a really small thing, but we discovered one year at camp that we had these group of guys that were gifted with humor, and it's like, how do you channel that that gift? Mm-hmm. How, how do you how do you channel it in the right ways? Because there is <laughs> there's really good humor, yes, and then there's there's crass humor that's not good, and they were gifted with making people laugh. And we discovered it at camp and uh, we, cause we spotlighted them, you know, you have skit nights or whatever, you know, and, and mm-hmm. that's how we discovered it through a skit night. And I came to them, I said, guys, you are really gifted in this. What do you think about creating skits every week for Wednesday night? And that, that, that sometime and, and, and most of the time just humor. Mm-hmm. Okay. It doesn't have to be spiritual. It's just something fun. And, and, or it could be spiritual mm-hmm. and I let them run with it with an adult leader and what birthed out of camp was a year long's worth of, of ski, that they led skits every Wednesday night. And oh my goodness, I, there's times where I literally was in stitches, Charlie, just doubled over laughing my head off because these guys were so gifted with humor and so creative with their humor. It was amazing. That simple little thing was discovered in a skit night at camp. So there you have number three from Doc Shigley. That's on our list on this podcast is discover something new in someone new or someone old. Yeah. Someone who's been around someone that you've met for the first time. And there's nothing needs to be said to that, Doc. I mean, you just said it so well. What a grand opportunity. What an amazing opportunity to see something in a student that you never saw before. Right. That's good. So I can't, we can't even, I mean, we could go on for hours telling stories about specific people where that's what happened in that week. They had the freedom, the flexibility, the vulnerability, like we talked about, mm-hmm. repeating everything we just said, to to shine, to see something that, that we just didn't see on a regular basis. We didn't right. see in that right. one, two hours a week that were physically with and them. And it was discovered. It was discovered. We want to encourage you that uh, camp is a regular part of your ministry program throughout the year, but it's not just a one-off. 
It's one of those things that you build into your your program, mm. and it can be used as a launching pad into this next year as you end well and let it speak into the life and ministry of your youth group in a powerful way. Thanks, Charlie. Appreciate it. And boom. Good days for camp season. And boom. <laughs> <laughs>